Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. Welcome back to another episode of Launch It Girl. I have like the most amazing guest here with me today. I have a really fun surprise. One of my best friends and also clients and the most amazing woman that you guys like literally could know, Chelsea Euler. Say hey, Chelsea. Hi, everyone. Oh my gosh, Kins. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. I listen to this podcast all the time. So like to be on it, I'm super honored. So fun. I know it's like long time coming and we'll get into like the deets around like what triggered this conversation. I know this probably going to be a second part to this, but to give you guys some context, Chelsea and I met gosh, four or five years ago. I don't even know. Like I lose track of time and we've instantly become just like, I don't know, soul sisters, like sister from another mister. I don't know. Does that even make sense? I don't even know, but we're going with it. And Chelsea has also recently launched into entrepreneurship. So uh, we have similar backgrounds just in the corporate success and it's just been fun to dream together. Uh, We're also living the mom life, the wife life, all the things in this new circumstance, especially, and we've really leaned on each other to get through it because it's been freaking Hard. And that's a conversation for another day. But Chelsea, I would love for you to introduce yourself, tell us what you do, and yeah, share your goodness with us. Awesome. Oh my gosh. So, as Kinsey mentioned, my name is Chelsea Euler, and I just launched my business this year. I'm super excited to be, you know, really serving the entrepreneurial community. So, my background is really in corporate. But I've been in corporate and non-corporate leadership positions for over 15 years. So I have a lot of experience leading teams. And, you know, over that time, I've really honed and perfected my method to build high performing teams, high functioning teams that really get the results that people are looking for. And I never really had the bug to go into entrepreneurship until really the last like 24 months. And part of that was seeing a lot of my friends and listening to a lot of stories of people that jumped into entrepreneurship and they did it for all the reasons that almost everybody does, right? They want to jump into entrepreneurship. They want that freedom. They want that flexibility. They want to be able to go on vacation whenever they want. They want to be able to go to the soccer games and not have to talk to their boss about taking time off to go to the soccer games, right? But I saw these women that started having this massive success and all of a sudden they felt like they were in the exact same situation that they were when they were in corporate. They were handcuffed to their business. They were at the soccer game with their laptop in their lap, trying to make sure that they were still responding to clients and doing all the things that they needed to do. They showed up to the dinner table with their phone and were getting client calls and they just started to feel that same pull, like they didn't have that freedom and flexibility. And that's really where I come in. I just love working with entrepreneurs to take a personal brand and expand that into really an organizational powerhouse, like how to build an empire, right? So building out their foundation, the character of their organization and starting to hire people 
but most importantly, hiring the right people that align with their brand, that give them back that freedom and that flexibility, give them the ability to, to, you know, really focus in their zone of genius and get their freedom back. Yeah. That's what I do in a nutshell. So good. There's so many things there to take away. I think one in you've personally like helped me had some breakthroughs, you know, I scaled to six figures with a little bit of support, but I know in order to jump from six to seven, I really have to have that foundation in place. And for anybody that's even getting started, it's never too soon or too early to think about, well, the types of team members that you want to start bringing in, whether they're an employee or just a freelancer or, you know, a contractor. And so, and I know your zone of genius is really, how do we have those conversations with people that aren't really fitting your brand or how do we delegate or what are the values of your organization? I think we jump into entrepreneurship thinking of solopreneurship, but that's not going to take you very far. And I know most of, you know, the clients that I work with, especially they're like building empires, like you said, and having that knowledge is so foundational. And so you're, there's literally no better person than you to really help them with that. I believe though you, as you said, like 24 months, of kind of like letting that entrepreneurial bug like fester, if you will. And it was kind of like, what do we do? I think, you know, I experienced this too. And like, I need to get out of corporate. For me, it was like, I need it out. You know, right now you're kind of in that serving both audiences, but I was like, I need out, but it's hard at first to be like, how do I transfer my skills and what I know into the entrepreneurial space? And I think you had a similar experience as like uh, figuring out where that fit and really who you wanted to serve. Can you touch on that just briefly, what that experience was like in like playing around with different niches and really discovering more about what you wanted to do in this new entrepreneurial space? Absolutely. So I have really taken the advice of a lot of my mentors, including you, and that was just to freaking dive in and like messy action brings clarity. And that's really where I started my journey. So when um, I'm a recovering perfectionist, I am like type A as it gets control freak, like everything's got to be buttoned up and a pretty bow on top for me to launch anything or even think about doing anything. And so that was really my biggest struggle right out of the gate was just being okay with things not looking perfect, like taking action, even though I was like, this could be better, or this could be a little bit cleaner. But really, when I jumped into this journey, my initial focus, because this was where all of my experience had been, was really in the corporate space. I wanted to serve the corporate space, and I wanted to help create better leaders, because I grew up under a lot of really good leaders and a lot of really not good leaders. And I, I feel like I have come up with a strong enough foundation that I can teach to other people what works and what doesn't work. And I really wanted everybody out there to have the opportunity to report to just a really great leader. And that was like my passion. And I kind of started down that road for a year and it just didn't feel in alignment. It felt messy. It felt hard. It felt like something was just constantly out of alignment internally. And that was causing me to just stay stuck. And it was really just a few months ago, Kinsey, that I had a major breakthrough and it was almost like I received a download. I was listening to someone speak actually in your event, Magnetic Coach Live, and I was listening to another coach speak and it's funny, like what they were talking about didn't even have anything to do with this like 
huge transformation that I had, but I almost just had this download, like, holy cow, I am serving the wrong person. And it came to me all in just this like five minute experience of, wait a minute, I'm in the wrong space. I'm talking to the wrong people. That's not even who I want to talk to. This is where I want to go. And this is where I want to focus. And really I've pivoted my business just in the last five months, completely changed my messaging, completely changed who I'm focused on and who I want to work with and even what I want to work with them on. And it was absolutely unbelievable within such a short amount of time that I had that realization and I made that change, how much easier everything really came. It felt natural. It didn't feel like I was fighting against anything. It felt like I was in alignment. Even my content sounded so much more authentic to me. And that's really where my business has started taking off. I've gone through a couple iterations, I guess, already of my business and who I want to work with and focus on. But I think the biggest lesson through all of that, which is what we're absolutely not taught in corporate, is just take a step, even if you're not ready. Even if you have no idea what you're going to be doing, even if you have no clue how to do all the things. I don't have a roadmap. I don't have a a procedural manual to follow. Just take a step and then take the next one and then ask yourself, okay, what worked and what didn't work and what felt good and what didn't. Okay. And then take another step. And so just getting into action before you're really ready is, is really the biggest transformation that I've seen in myself over this timeframe. So good. And I actually, this is so important because I think most people wait for that clarity to occur before they take any action. And I believe you had to go through that period of misalignment, if you will, to figure out that you were out of alignment to get back into that space of like, oh, this is where I meant to be. Like if you had never gone through that period of time, you would have never gotten to where you are today. And, you know, I just got a message the other day from a woman who shot me a message over Facebook And she's like, I'm feeling really out of alignment with my business. Are there any books that you would recommend for me to read? And I was like, girl, you just got to take the next step. But that's uncomfortable, right? We want the answers of like, this is going to work or this is the thing before we take the steps. But it's totally the other way around. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. And I remember that day and it was like pre-Chelsea, post-Chelsea, like very different in the way that you were just so energized by your business. You just like stepped into this new space and you're like, oh, duh, like this is where I'm meant to be. I I totally remember that. So um, that's super fun. I want to talk about this idea of, you know, being a high ticket coach, if you will, selling things that are more than 997. And, you know, this is what we've been working on together in like making offers. You know, I preach this on the podcast, make more offers, right? What does this actually look like? The other thing that we talk about a lot is building your network and connecting with people. And so often entrepreneurs or even gurus, if you will, make business a little bit complicated, but truly it boils down to the most simple things. And I would love for you to share your recent experience in signing your first 5k client in this new space and what that was like for you. Oh my gosh. I'd love to. And thank you for teeing that up so well. So it's really funny if anybody else had a backseat to like our relationship, Kinsey and, and my relationship over this time that I've been going down this journey, I would love to go back and like put a tick mark on how many times Kinsey has said, just make an offer, just put something out there. And the funny thing is, you know, when I was in that wrong space, when I felt stuck, I couldn't, I, I literally didn't feel like I could move forward and make an offer because it didn't feel in alignment. And then as soon as I made that shift, 
And like Kinsey said, old Chelsea, new Chelsea, it was easy because I felt that alignment. I felt that purpose. And I felt that sense of like really having a strong community that I wanted to serve and a purpose that I really believed in. And so when I made that shift, it changed the mindset around making that offer. It changed that from I'm going out and asking somebody to spend money with me to I'm going out and I'm going to help somebody freaking like take their business to the next level. And that is so needed and so important. And if I don't do that, if I don't put that out there, then I'm doing someone a disservice. And so really making that shift was, was huge. And again, I had to be in that alignment for it. But the second part of this is, you know, we're so focused on digital marketing, marketing, online marketing, making those connections online. But it's so important that we also don't overlook the in-person, local community connections that are right in front of us. And so I had a really awesome experience where I started out connecting with someone um, through an online platform. And then by reaching out, it was like, oh, hey, we're in the same area. Let's go have coffee. And granted, that's a little bit challenging with the current circumstances that we have, but we made it happen. And before I jump into like the actual event, I want to back up a little bit and and kind of set the stage because one of the things that Kinsey had challenged um, us to do in her um, MBA program was set 90 day goals for the end of the year. So this was just before the fourth quarter, we were all like, okay, you know, you, you kind of have that mindset, you're going into the end of the year, it's kind of like holidays, there's all this stuff going on, so many distractions, let's make sure that we set a really clear Q4 goal. And what does that look like? So I set a goal of 10K by the end of the year in income. And part of that was um, signing my first high ticket. And so I'll be honest with you, I hit the beginning of December and that number was zero. And immediately I started going to the place of already making excuses for why I had failed. I felt, I heard myself starting to say, oh, well, it's the holidays. It's okay that you're not going to hit that 10K. And everybody's so busy. And so if you don't hit it, you know, that's okay. That doesn't mean anything about you. And that doesn't, and I, I started hearing the inner dialogue already, like, fail before you even try, you know? And I remember a moment last week that I heard that really strong. And all of a sudden it was like, I kind of sat back and listened to my own inner dialogue as if I wasn't the person having it. If that makes any sense, that might sound a really woo woo, but I just watched it. And all of a sudden I had this realization. I'm like, holy cow, I'm already giving myself an excuse and it's not even over yet. I'm already letting myself fail before the time frame is even up. And my energy was really, really starting to take a hit from that. And so having that moment of awareness, I made a decision in that moment. I'm like, something has to change. I have to shift my energy. I have to shift my inner dialogue. And I'm a, I'm a runner. It's like my passion. So that's the best thing to do for me when I need a, a big energy shift or an emotion shift. So I hit the trail and I, the entire run kept just saying to myself, you hit your goal. How amazing is it that you sold 10K in one quarter? You made this goal and you did it, girl. This feels amazing. You are a rock star. And I just literally talked to myself as if it was December 31st and I had done the exact things that I set out to do. And 30 minutes of that later, I got back to my desk and total energy shift, right? The very next day was this 
coffee meeting with this individual that I had set up, I went into this meeting, zero expectations to offer anything to this individual. Like it wasn't even my ideal client. I didn't even know much about their business. I was just going in to meet somebody and get to know somebody in my community and maybe, you know, expand my network. And through the course of this conversation and this individual kind of asking me about what I do and dialoguing, all of a sudden he stopped and just said, well, I was first off, he was asking me what I do. And I was just kind of rapid firing questions like, okay, so, you know, what's the purpose of, of your team? Like, what do you, what are you out to do? What purpose, you know, do you provide the world with and what are your values? And when you're hiring somebody, how do you know if they even align with your team? How do you know if they have the character that you're looking for? What do you do in the event? Like, just, I just started asking him some of these questions that, you know, come really easily to me and make a lot of sense to me. And this, this guy had been in business for over a decade. He already had two employees and he's like, I got to stop you. He said, you're asking me a lot of questions and they're making me feel really uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And he said, no, please don't apologize because what that's telling me is I haven't figured this piece out yet and I really need to. And that was the moment that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm here. This is the situation. I'm in this situation. I need to make an offer. And so we continued a dialogue and literally by the end of it, he asked me how he could work with me. I didn't even have to ask the question. And I right then and there on the table just said, this is what my program looks like. These are the two options. This is the price tag for either of them. What would you like to do? And I sold my first high ticket offer, 5K, exactly what I had set out to do and the goal that I had set for myself by the end of the year. So it was such an amazing experience to not only like believe in myself enough to put that offer out there, but also to make those connections and to really operate from the space as if I'm already the person that has accomplished those things, because that's where we're in the right energetic flow to make sure that we're open for when those opportunities literally walk in our door, which is exactly what happened to me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mind blown. I'll never forget that day when you called me. It was literally the best day ever. We were like screaming on the phone. It's so good. There's so many things here. And what I want everybody to really lean into is the fact that like, there's no sales page. There's no like conversion event. There's, it's like, you're like scratching out what this looks like on a piece of paper that you grabbed out of maybe your pocket or whatever. Like, and 100%. I had no sales funnel. I had no challenge. I didn't do, I mean, any of the things I didn't do any of the strategies. There was zero strategy. It was just, I made a decision that I was going to accomplish this goal. And I was already the person who had accomplished it. And so I had my mind open to the opportunity that presented itself. And I wasn't afraid to ask. Yeah. And that's what I want. What I would really love for anybody walking away, knowing that selling is not spamming. And when you're in your zone of genius and when you're serving people through your, your gifts, which is your offers, really like you have, you have all the permission to ask for the sell. And this is where people totally back up and, you know, all the resistance shows up because it's the, the spammy mentality but like you said, you, you kind of already were getting keyed into like, oh, like I'm making an offer to this. And it's not like you, like you vomited all over him. This was like, literally like, here's how I can help you. This is what this looks like. Like, are you ready? And it's as 
easy as that. And I don't want, you know, like you said, in the digital marketing space, everything is so complex these days. And mind you, like I use those strategies too. Like there's so many different things you can do, but at the most core surface of everything, it's making the decision, like you said, Chels, to be the expert already and stepping into that and then allowing yourself to transfer that knowledge and allow other people to experience the results that you have to offer. And that's it. And that's it. And of course, you know, giving yourself that opportunity to expand your network, you've got to have conversations with people. You have to meet new people. And this isn't like you're going into DMs and like selling, selling all the things. This is like literally one by one building your network with no expectations involved, like you said. Yes. So good. And the thing is, I learned all of that from you. So I have to give you some credit in this space because I don't know that I would have been ready to make that offer in the moment. I don't know that I even would have recognized it if we didn't hadn't done a lot of the work together. And also like I've had the awesome opportunity to watch you go through, you know, that same, that same growth. So huge shout out to you too. Oh, thanks girl. I was just there nudging you a little bit. You did all the work. I do want to point out though, you did go you had a little bit of clarity in your offer, right? And we spent some time in thinking about how do you want to work with people? How do you articulate your offer, right? It's not a program or a service. It's the result that you're selling. And that's exactly what you went in there and did. So having that clarity of the who and the what really helps foster those sales conversations in the most natural way. Wouldn't you agree? 100%. So the one thing that I had gotten really clear on even before selling this high ticket offer is the pain points, right? What is somebody struggling with? Where are they getting stuck? Where do they need help? What are the things that keep them up at night? What are the continuous things that they have come up against like a wall and haven't figured out how to climb over it, right? So I've gotten really clear on those things. And so I know what I'm listening for. I know what I'm looking for in those conversations. And it was easy in that sense because, you know, this individual was talking about the fact that they'd had a couple employees and these were some of the challenges that they'd had and that they were scaling to a point where they were getting ready to hire another, but they really didn't know what they were looking for. I mean, it was all of the, all of the trigger words that I was looking for. I knew that there was an opportunity there, but really, honestly, where I really sold him air quotes here is I asked him a lot of freaking questions. I was asking him questions about his business. I was engaging with him. I wanted to get to know about him and what his you know team looked like and what his experiences had been in that and what guiding principles he used for making the decisions of when to hire somebody, when to bring them on his team, how to know that they were a fit. How I, I remember asking him the question, how do you know when you're getting a return on investment on your employees? And he looked at me like deer in the headlights. And I'm like, why are you hiring an employee if you don't have an expectation to get some sort of return on that investment? And he's like, I don't even know what that looks like. And so those are the moments when you're just asking those really good questions and opening up their mind to, oh, maybe the way that I've always thought I needed to do this, maybe there is another way. Maybe I can do this easier or better or more efficiently or whatever, plug in whatever word you want there for, for what fits your niche. But that's the moment that he realized he didn't even know he had a problem beforehand. But without opening of his eyes to that, I, I never would have made that sale. So it's asking a lot of really good questions and knowing what you're looking for. And then, yeah, literally all I had to sell him that day was here's your past experience. I know where you're at. I know where you want to go and I can help you get there. 
so good. I know where you want to go and I'm going to be the person to help you. I know how to help you get there. That's like so powerful right there. Anybody can use that. Right. And that's what people are looking for. They're looking for their problems to be solved and somebody to help them do that. Like, ah, mind blown. So many key nuggets there. Can you share with us just like shifting gears? I mean, for one, like I wish we were, we're going out for drinks to celebrate and cheers to that. But I do want to just honor you for putting in the work, being patient, doing the things that are, that you need to do, but not in the doing it's the being. And that's always what I'm trying to like drive people towards. It's not about the perfect strategy. It's about who's implementing the strategy. Who are you showing up as, as you're carrying out these strategies, whatever that looks like. So I just want to like take a moment to honor you and you should be so proud of yourself, obviously so proud of yourself. So shifting gears, um, tell us just let's dip into your zone of genius. This will probably have to be a part two of this episode. We'll bring you back on, but can you give us just a little bit night? Cause I know a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs also scaling to six and seven figures and either have a VA already there, or they might be considering, but feeling a little bit stuck. And we talked a little bit about outsourcing a couple episodes ago, but tell us, um, maybe like top three things or, you know, top, whatever things that we would want to consider as we're bringing people into our brand and some things that we can keep an eye out when we hire. Absolutely. So this is something I hear in my community a lot is this fear of bringing somebody in because they can't do it like I can, or they're not going to represent my personal brand, or, you know, I've worked so hard to get it to where it is right now. And I don't want somebody else to come in and screw that up. Right. Like these are, these are the things that I think hold a lot of people in fear um, from taking that step into getting themselves a little bit of help. And I think the thing that is, is really important for everybody to understand is all those problems can be solved for. So that's really the foundation of what I do is really helping somebody understand, okay, you've built this personal brand. What does that look like on a piece of paper, right? What does that look like if you were to spell it out in words so that you can transcend someone else into that personal brand, right? So I do that foundational work with my clients of really understanding you know, when they go from taking it from a personal brand to an organization, what is the purpose of that? For what reason do you show up every day? Who are you? And what is the purpose of what you show up to serve your community for every single day? And we really craft a very, very powerful statement in that. And that statement really needs to be something that lives beyond you. Because when we are taking it from a personal brand to an organization, it's no longer just about you. It's not just your personal brand anymore. It's not just what you've built. You can't continue to build to those levels with just you. So it has to become something bigger. And what is that? And I think getting really clear on what that is. And then secondly, I work together with my clients to make sure that they're really clear on what their principles are. And like, when you think about a value, a value is a belief, a principle is an action, right? This, a principle is a rule. It's almost a law of nature. And so instead of thinking about, you know, what type of characteristics do I want people to have that are on my team? It's getting really clear of, instead of what do they believe? It's what do they do? How do they act? What type of person are they? And by getting really clear on your purpose and then your principles, you can now have a roadmap 
for the type of people that you're bringing in. You can be really clear when you're looking for somebody, you can look for those characteristics to see if they align. So we get very, very granular to really have that roadmap for hiring. So they know when they bring somebody into their organization that that individual aligns with it. And then secondly, you know, the other problem to solve for is the, they can't do it as well as I can, right? Like I've built this thing. I know how to do it. Nobody else does. Well, that's where it's really stinking easy to teach somebody else how to do it by having systems and modes of operation in place and being really clear about your process, right? Here is the X, Y, Z of how you do it. The, the expectation is that you follow it. It's, it's really not as hard as people think it is. But the biggest piece to that is teaching really strong communication skills. So the biggest mistake that I see most leaders make is thinking that they communicated really effectively, but they really didn't. And then not taking responsibility for that as their own. So I work a lot with my clients to make sure that they really understand 99% of employee problems that you have are because of you. And if you can figure out how to be a really effective communicator, most of that really goes away. And those are the things that people are so scared of having to deal with, right? I'm already so busy in my business. I don't have time to manage an employee. I don't have time to do all of these things. I don't have time to have the conversations with them when they do things wrong. Well, that's why I'm here is to really set that foundation. So it is so much easier to make that transition and, and really be able to not worry about the biggest concerns that people have stepping into that. And waste a bunch of money and time on the wrong people or knowing, right, how, how to have those effective conversations from the get-go. That's something you've coached me through so many times. Like, I don't, you know, some of my leadership skills from corporate, I was groomed on the, under the corporate space, which didn't develop the greatest leadership skills. So really transferring that into my own business. How do I want to develop my own leaders and my own leadership skills? So that's so important. And if you're already thinking, oh, I'm, it's too early for me to do those things, it's, it's not. And I would recommend you do those things sooner rather than later, because it's totally going to set you up for success as you work to scale the six and seven figure. So, so good. Yeah. Like, Love it. If I can add one more thing on that, kids, I think that I wanted to say this and I was just, I think, rambling a little bit and forgot. But I think before anybody goes in and hires even a VA, the number one advice that I can give to people is to really understand the types of principles that you want for people on your team. And when you're in the interview process, when you're really clear on that, not just what your beliefs are, but what do those things look like in action? That's what gives you the ability to ask the right questions to make sure if that individual aligns. I see a lot of entrepreneurs that get to that overwhelm stage and they're just like, I need help. Oh my gosh, just give me anybody. And they throw a, a you know post out to their community. It's like, who do you guys know? Send me the name of a VA. And they, tr you know, they may have somebody that they really trust that gives them a recommendation and they just hire them on the spot without asking any of those questions, without really making sure that that individual aligns with not only their personal brand, but where they're, where they're actually going and make sure that they're a good fit to work together. I think that I, I see so many times this mistake of just jumping in without pausing and really making sure that you have done that groundwork so that you don't turn yourself into a situation where you're immediately having to, you know, technically let somebody go, even if it's just a contract and start over. Because as entrepreneurs, the one thing that we don't, don't have in excess is time. And you don't have the time to do it wrong. 
So do that foundational work to make sure that, you know, before you ever hire your first VA, your first employee, whatever it is, you know exactly what you stand for. You know what you're looking for. You know what alignment looks like. And that's when you're going to save yourself a lot of time and, and headache. So good. Definitely part two. Oh my gosh. So good girl. Ah, thank you so much for being here. There is so much that I know that so many of our listeners are going to walk away feeling encouraged, inspired, right. To go make their first or 10th offer, whatever that looks like. It's, we don't want to overcomplicate things. And you're definitely proof of concept that the simpler, the better. And you're like living and breathing the way of being right. This is just like who you are. And I'm just, ah, I'm just so lucky to know you and be your friend and your neighbor and all the things. So thank you so much girl for being here. Where can people find you? I am pretty easy to find. I have a pretty unique last name. So it's Chelsea Euler, O-Y-L-E-R. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn are where I hang out most. I have a really awesome group on Facebook. So if you go to my personal profile, there's a link right there. You can request to join. And it's for anybody who's an entrepreneur looking to scale. And eventually there's going to come a time when you need to do that for other people. And we have a lot of fun hanging out in that community together and learning from each other and really supporting each other. It's such an awesome community and we're growing, growing really fast and I'd love to have you um, join us there. Yay, so good. It's such a great community. So much to learn from you. We have only really scratched the surface, but girl, thanks again for being here. Thank you so much for having me. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.